Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Whitecaps world and football world. It's the AFC and soccer show. My name is Steve Bander. I'm Zachary Adam Eisenheimer. I'm William Silver. And because I'm introducing, you know that Michael McCall is not here. <laughs> He's still in Scotland um, celebrating Robbie Burns with Haggis in a kilt by, by, with Nessie, I guess. What do you think? I think he's with his family hanging out. Yeah, for sure. And at the football. A, a, a lot of pies. A lot of football. A lot of football. I don't know if there's more picture of pie or more picture of football. Did practice. you see his tweet about the, ta- the tackle? Today? No. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. see that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> I saw his last pie. <laughs> yeah, just a booking. In MLS, it would have been a two-game suspension. Yeah. It was like this dreadful tackle from behind. <laughs> Go look it up on his, uh, his feed, AFTM. I will do that in the break. Uh, well, you're listening to There's Still Time, the AFT and Soccer Show, broadcasting live from the CITR FM studios at the University of British Columbia on the unceded Musqueam territory. And also, <laughs> it's Fun Drive. CITR Fun Drive. It's so fun. It's so fun. We're on video, yeah. although I think Will's blocking most of the thing because he got a camera. <laughs> it, it's, it's, I. I th- <laughs> it's CITR backs, uh, CITR.ca backslash watch. watch. It's yeah. on twi- from Twitch. It's being it, broadcast on Twitch. Steve, I got, I got to say, I think, <laughs> I think it's maybe probably a good thing that Michael's yeah. gone. Oh, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Twitch is pretty strict on the uh, oh, nudity rules. Yeah. yeah. Michael, Michael would, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that you don't see in the, you've been here, Will, yes. a little bit. So you've seen a little bit. Yeah. You've, you've seen like glimpses. I've seen too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a Christmas <laughs> show. Yeah. The, yeah. Like. Michael does a lot of uh, physical comedy, shall we say? Yeah. That, um, yeah. It can't be repeated. <laughs> yeah, you probably. It's not, it's good. It's not, it's a, not, it's not viewing for all audiences. Yeah, it, it can't be repeated and it can't be unseen. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are going to donate, uh, we'd appreciate it. CITR.ca backslash donate if you want to donate. And they can tell that and they're click, what? And click yeah. on AFTN. AFTN There's yeah. a drop down. Let us know. Let them know you're donating on behalf of AFTN. If you want to call during the week, uh, you can call at 604-822-8648 at 604-UBC-UNIT. I'm not sure why it stands for that, but that's what it stands for. Again, again, if Michael (laughs) were here. So so there's a lot of things to talk about. Let's just get right into it. I know everybody wants to talk about the Oscars. Hey, don't talk. PVR. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Don't say anything. Don't look at me like that, Silver. (laughs) Oh, that takes away all my jokes. I know. I was going to talk about. Okay, let's forget yeah. that. Okay, so let's get now. Obviously, the awards were handed out um, today, but a few days ago there were quite a few 
plaudits are given out to the MLSPA and MLS for getting together and getting that, you know, CBA done in, in time for the season, Way to jump which on, I didn't think it was going to happen. Way to jump on your segue, move right yeah. on. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was... I was hopeful it wouldn't happen. Well, you were. You, I wanted to see what you, we, I wanted to see what was happening if it really came to it. You're well, agent of chaos at this point. For sure. MLS when it comes sure. to MLS, yeah. Well, they were certainly talking like they were ready for war, both sides. Especially late last year. That's yeah. when I saw. Yeah. Yeah, and and the players were more ready this time, and but but I, I, because they were both so ready, I think that's why you've seen a deal that seems to have more in it for both sides yeah. Yeah. than, let's say, I don't know, all the other ones to this yeah. point. The players got way more for sure. No, I, you know what? I think the owners could have given more if they yes. wanted to, yes. and I think that's why they drew this hard line. I think they really were okay with this deal because they know they still have a yeah. lot more in their car. Well, we'll get into the details here in a moment, yeah. but like some of the parts of this deal are kind of like, yeah, it looks like the owners are giving something, but when you say... Hey, you know that rule we've always had that's been optional? Yeah. Now it's mandatory? Is that really giving that much? No, it's not. Yeah. So uh, let's let's go over some of those bigger points. The, now, first of all, player salary. Obviously, that was the biggest thing that they wanted. They wanted an increase in player salary. Spending. Uh, it looks like it's increasing. It was 8.49 in 2019. It's going to be going up to 11.64. Now, this obviously doesn't code DP salaries and everything because that's that's a budget charge that gets dropped down to 500,000. This is budget charge basically. Mm-hmm. So, eight, uh, but but with these numbers, these are the budget charge, GAM, and whatever's left of TAM by the and, end of it. And it's 11.4 by 2024. 11 points, yeah, it's, it's yeah. 64 if they want to be exact, uh, yeah. but 11.64 by 2024. Um, Minimum salary is going to increase two hundred and nine thousand by twenty twenty four. That's in there. Um, there's going to be a salary budget, obviously, GAM, and there's going to be performance bonuses. So I'm mm. assuming, and this is my guess, any money that's not paid for this amount maybe gets paid to the lower paid players. It's similar to what the NFL does when there's a, a player on a, a low contract and they mm-hmm. outperform that contract, they get extra bonuses mm-hmm. at the end of the year, and then. Also, the big thing, and this is something that the players really wanted because they really limited to who they could spend the money on. TAM is now going to be mostly converted to GAM. I don't know how – they haven't really got to the nitty-gritty of it, but I think TAM will eventually be eliminated. Mm-hmm. How much – did the Whitecaps even spend $8.49 million in 2019 on their, on their roster? Not of their own money probably. Well, the the funny money they probably did if you, got, if you include but all that. I stuff. remember the number was – I thought it was like 8.1 last year. Yeah, yeah it roughly, was up to yeah. that. So they were just under. They're budget conscious, I guess. <laughs> you think? <laughs> no, but what do you guys think of the, those numbers? It's 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 decent for the players, especially. I like the one hundred and nine. That's a you know good rate for a minimum salary now. It's mm-hmm. Sixty. Remember when it was like one hundred and nine by twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. It's eighty thousand next was, year. I think. I think it's eighty thousand, but like. Um, what was it like? I remember some of the times it was like thirty five thousand. Yeah, near the beginning it was like thirty three and a half. They were mentioning yeah. on one of the for the development contract. One of the mm-hmm. podcasts I was listening to, it was mentioned that uh, Jeff Lorenowitz, who is part of the union, made twelve thousand five hundred in his first year, and that was years ago. But it was twelve thousand five hundred. Yeah, that would have been pre the Whitecaps. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was before the Whitecaps would have loved that yeah. <laughs> twelve thousand five hundred. That's like that's like a CPL yeah, CPL yeah. draft contract yeah. right there. Um. Yeah, no, it, it's yeah, it's good to see these things increase. Uh, I think for the players, and so in one sense, yeah, it is. Uh, there's some victory for the players in that, but I, I would agree with you, sort of. I think Steve, I think you said this earlier, Steve, that overall, 
it's not like they've given that that much. No. Especially because they, like we always talk about, they play the shell game with the money they actually have. So is it really, are they really giving away that much of their revenue in, in these um, extensions or these uh, expansions of the amounts mm-hmm. of money that are going to be uh, given up to, in, in the, the player salaries or whatnot? Uh, so, yeah, I'm happy for the players is going up, but is it, is it, uh, is it dreamy? No. Is, no. It like, is it like amazing? Is it like the ceiling of what they could have got? I don't think so. No, but it's definitely better than the last agreement where I think they kind of got screwed. So, oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a big improvement. Could it go way further? Absolutely. But, uh, I mean, I think it's miles better than it was before. And you also have this weird thing, too, where and I know some people sometimes talk about this, <clears throat> is as the, these things go up and the minimum goes up, then are you – what happens? Are you going to play, pay not-so-good players more money? Yes. Or are those players who are mostly, let's say, domestic players – going to lose their positions and be replaced by now like the bottom, like in, in 2024, are you going to have a hundred thousand, hundred nine thousand dollars players coming in from the rest of the world to take those contracts from, yeah. from some of these, some of these, uh, Americans and Canadians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, qu- quite possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you even see that in Vancouver, I think a little bit this year with like a Brett Levi's be, you know, being gone. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously elements and, and factors that go into that, yeah. but it'll be interesting to see how that continues to kind of play out in the years ahead. Next, next topic, media revenue. That's going to be now, uh, and this is one of the things I thought that why the, the owners were really willing to get a deal done because they didn't want to give up their media revenue because mm-hmm. there's been a new contract uh, coming up in 2022 where they have to sign a new deal with the broadcasters. But the players will actually have a share of that a new deal when it takes place in 22, only if there's an increase over what they're getting right now. So I'll use an example that was given on that podcast. So I wish I remember what podcast it was. But uh, $100,000, if they're making $100,000 or $100 million, if they're making $100 million now, if that increases to two hundred, million, they'll get 25% of that $100 million. Right. So they're not going to get a, a 25% of the two hundred. million. No. They'll only get a, a, a 25% of that because increase. Because in theory, they're already getting part of it. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, so basically, and that's all going to be transfer it to the budget. But when, if you get, say, for example, 25% of the hundred million, that's tw- 25 million over 30 teams. That's really only increase of a million dollars. Yeah. Really. So, and there's a whole bunch of things that go into that as well, right? Because from my understanding is for, first off, the Canadian rights are, are, um, due to be renewed a year before the American or the worldwide rights. Yeah. So <clears throat> that what happens with the Canadian rights might be a little bit of a signal of where things are going overall, or maybe mm-hmm. not. But then when you get those American or worldwide rights, uh, I think it, is, it might be 20, it's at least two years from, maybe three years from now. So 2022, 2023, that's, I think there might be some connection to that yeah. and the American World Cup rights. Exactly. That's uh, right. For the American national which team. I, so, which I don't know, uh, like I'm assuming they'll really, <laughs> my concern is that they'll not pay the MLS rights that much and really ramp it up on the World Cup side and then the MLS players don't get their share. Are you saying that the MLS and some would would try and put some money over one side and... I'm just looking even balance, man. I'm trying to look at both sides. Well, I mean, their offices are in New York so they play those shell games at lunch, I'm sure, a lot. They're trying to figure out how to... to In the alley or in the office? Probably both. (laughs) Probably both, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, uh, uh, So if you want to help the players and if you're going to the game... Turn your TV on and leave it running while you're at the game. <laughs> Most people so PVR. Does, does that count? I don't know. I don't know if PVR is how much. Nielsen ratings. ratings is no, that they, still the thing? They can actually track PVR no, viewing. Okay. I think. Is, that, is it still called the Nielsen ratings? The, I, uh, I think, think so. so. Oh, okay. uh, somebody connected. Somebody that Nielsen family really got a lot. Is of that money. The, the, the goalkeeper play for Kansas City? Oh, Jimmy Nielsen. Yeah, lost a nut. 
Ca- Casino Jim. You remember Craig McEwen, the, the, the Kansas City, the first year when oh. they came back? Did you remember that, that call? He no. he ran to midfield. Oh yeah, he no, when, yeah, when, yeah, he, yeah. when they came back from three. Sorry, three, I thought three, you were speaking one. literally about no. the guy's life for a second. Sorry, I was just like no. <laughs> on the no, like a John Crux story. Yeah. I didn't get it. No, I'm no, three, they were down three one. Boy, caps. They came back, tied tied it up three three, right. and then Craig McEwen goes. Jimmy Nielsen's lost a nut. Yeah. Lost his lost his nut. Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought it was like a Craig. Do you, now, do you know what his nickname is? No. Do you, do you know the story behind? Is it, his nickname is Casino Jimmy because he actually had a gambling problem. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Fun fact. Um, now that's one way you can help. That's the why players. we have you here, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's one way you can help the players by leaving your TVs on. One way you can help CITR is pledging to the fund drive, and that fund drive is going to be citr.ca/backslash/donate. You donate there. You have a number of levels to choose from, like levels, yeah. like thirty dollars. You get candy hearts because it's how, uh, what is it? Valentine's Day. I should remember that. I'm why we're married. $60 or $10 a month, you get a mug, a uh, Discorder mug. And then 101.9 or $15, $15 a month, you get all the stuff above and you get a toques and a song dedication. 175 you get a tape, mixtape. $250, you get everything plus a frame Discorder cover. $500, you get to host a show on 101.9 CATR. And $1,000, you get a box set of pop compilation and recognition on the donor wall, plus everything. How much is the host of the show again? Five hundred dollars. Wow. Of course, Michael. If you gave him a hundred, he'd probably let you host the show. Anyway, so I don't know if that's. Is that what it costs? Because I asked if I could host today. He said no. Steve's got it. <laughs> I hope he's expecting a hundred dollars from me then. A hundred dollars, five dollars in a pie. I think. <laughs> well, Sorry, some Michael. Cho- some chocolate digestion. Yeah. Well, what was that drink that he was drinking every time? Ear and brew. No, no, he was drinking uh, like some kind of drink. I can't remember. Check his oh, his oh. the the chocolate drink or whatever, a coffee drink, whatever. Okay, let's move on. Uh, charter flights. <laughs> now this is at least a little bit better. It's obviously not as good as the players wanted, but it's an improvement. Where before it was an option to have up to four flights, uh, four legs, um, and now it's going to be eight legs. Remember eight legs. I like the way they they, they word it because they're making it sound like it's eight trips. It's eight legs. <laughs> Yeah. So it's so, four round trips. So just to be clear, right? Right now, it is, or sorry, 2019, it was, uh, you could use up to four yes. for four matches there and back, which is eight legs. Cap at four. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then I think playoffs might have been on top of that. I can't, I'm not sure. But um, now it's, uh, now they're saying what we used to encourage people to take advantage of is Must. mandatory. Yes. That's. I wonder how much like the Whitecaps fo like knew this might be a possibility going in because they do. Did you see? The <laughs> they tweet? do not like charter flights. Did you see the tweet? I can't remember who tweeted out. Said, "Does that mean that the Whitecaps are just going to charter to Portland and Seattle?" And- yeah, they could. Oh. They could save money that way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because those are cheaper flights. Like, right? but if that comes up ever, they're going to get crucified. I don't see them doing that personally. <sighs> that would be bad. That would be horrible, San and that'd be Jose such a bla- and- bad like. I can understand if it was a midweek game. Um, in San Jose, but anything to Portland, Seattle, it shouldn't be. Well, it'd be, yeah. Cause we know there's teams in the league that go around this as best they can. They, there's mm. teams that buy out the whole flight. So it is, it's essentially a charter flight or, mm. but it's yeah. cheaper usually than getting a charter flight for some of them. Uh-oh. I like, I know, I think I'm pretty sure TFC does that a bunch, especially with their Montreal games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, happy for the players. They'll get some, some now, better travel. By this, 2024, it will be increased to 16 mandatory legs. It, I thought next year it's 16. Well, I don't know. It says b- increasing to 16 by 2024. Oh, by 2024. 
So, and then charters will also have to be used for all playoff matches. Yeah. And international Champions League games. Yeah. So not domestic, not in, inside North America, but Champions. So just let's let's <clears throat> let's try and be fair to the Whitecaps, <laughs> because as far as I understand, they have chartered to every playoff game away playoff game they've been in. Dallas, they went. Uh, Portland, they they, they mm-hmm. went. Maybe, uh, Seattle, I'm not sure. Might, they might have, might have not. I'm not I sure. I don't know about Seattle. But Portland, Portland and Portland and, sure. and and yeah. Then we had friends who were on the flight to Dallas. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, next topic: uh, free agency. Age has been decreased now from 28 to uh, I think eight years of service. I think it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. To 24, the five years of service in MLS. Um, there are still cap uh, caps to the increase the player can receive, uh, but at least they're. They, they, there's no decreases uh, because previously it was uh, DPs and um, I think it was DPs and TAM players. players that would actually get a pay cut if they decided to go through free agency. Yeah, and then also, uh, and like we said, TAM because of that, TAM and D players are now DPs are eligible for free agency. So an example of this, right? You look, for example, Kai Kamara. Yeah, that's the number one example. I was going to say Kai Kamara opted out of free agency because it limited mm. the amount he could make or whatever, and then he ended up getting like a. $750,000 a year for, uh, for two years, so mm-hmm. a million and a half for two years in Colorado, I think it was. Um, this also, Steve, I don't know, I don't know if that, maybe this is not because he wasn't a free agent, but I know, I know this might be a different rule, but I remember when, remember when they tried to get David Osted to LA? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He that, got, that, he got worked, blocked. that was similar to that. Yeah. yeah, it's something about a TAM player being whatever. Uh, being blocked because of the amount and the increase or decrease, and and David O said, I mean, I feel bad for him as an individual because he, yeah, he, the deal he got that year was less than what he even would have got to stay in Vancouver. So. And I know this is a surprise, uh, but David O said was kind of furious about it. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the streets just yelling yeah, and just shouting yelling, at people. Yeah. And that was he's even, not signed still yet, right? That was not even that I've heard. No. That he was has- even after Pedro Morales left. He was still furious. <laughs> so, um, so the next thing, U twenty two rule. Um, this is still being worked out. It's still not fully in effect, but clubs can sign up to three U22 players on a reduced charge to the discretion of MLS. That's basically saying that um, if they feel like this is somebody that can be sold off in the future, then we're going to do it. If it's just an average player, like a Debbie Flores, I'll use that example. Debbie Flores? Yeah. Debbie Flores. It's not going to happen. Yeah, see... The rule was kind of interesting until that last part where you said to the discretion of MLS yeah. and having to d- deal with MLS's discretion in the past. I don't, I don't, I hope yeah. people don't get screwed at that. The way yeah, screwed other Jay people. Demerit. Yeah, Jay Demerit. <laughs> Jay Demerit was supposed to be a designated and a player. And Swedish center back, the TFC Olaf, one. Olaf Melborg, the yeah. TFC. They yeah. blocked it because they didn't want a, a D, him to be a DP defender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't know that story, Jay Demerit was supposed to be a designated player, and the league said no, and it almost stopped Jay Demerit from coming here. But Jay was like, "No, I want to be a part of this," and so he he ended up choosing to see past some of the the crap he had to yeah. deal with. But then high profile players, like I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think he was a third DP, but Steven Gerrard wouldn't fall into that because it's good for the league, so they'll yeah. let that go through, right? Yeah. He's not a defender, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Last bit of big news, and there are some other ones that will probably leak out, but uh, like parts of the. Uh, but these are the five big points: DP spots, three DP spots are still available because they were talking about reducing it to two. The third one's compensation could be limited by MLS to the max TAM salary, unless the player is under twenty three. At which point, there is no limit to what they can be paid. So that's another thing where it's a sell on feature that they want to encourage. 
Yeah, we'll talk in weeks ahead. We're going to talk more about DPS and Tam and Gam yeah. and all that. How that how that shakes down and how you can maximize that or not. I got to call into Jeff Anderson. We're going <laughs> to figure oh, that Jeff. out. Oh, Jeff, is that wait wait <laughs> no, is that <laughs> wait is that the Jeff Anderson no, in front of the photo you said? No, don't. You got to sh- you got to show me the photo <laughs> during the break when the camera's off. So, uh, next story we got here is, um, uh, now we're done with, what do you guys think about that? First of all, the, the, is it okay? That's similar to what they were trying to do before too. Some people said, oh, Chicharito wouldn't have been signed then. I still don't think they would have well, blocked that no, because that's, that's a superstar player. They're yeah. not going to bring that superstar in MLS that's going to sell tickets <clears> and <throat> kits and everything. Yeah. I mean, in all of this, you got to wonder how much, like, I know we were talking about the white caps and charter mm-hmm. flights and stuff. You got to wonder how much the people were, uh, the teams and the people the owners working with the people who are in charge of, you know, some of these financial elements and player squad building elements mm-hmm. stuff were working things ahead of the <laughs> ahead of yeah. this or knowing, hey, this might be an option or, hey, this is it's shaping up to look this way. So we got to get this, this and this done because yeah. we definitely saw a lot of people felt like a lot of people hesitant to use Tam and Gam a little yeah. bit or a little bit more than previous years. And the thing is, um, um the 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 one thing about this deal too is that the, the uh, I remember now I remember where the podcast was I think it was allocation disorder or something like that it's a new podcast that's coming on the Athletic it's by um you're gonna Pablo Tenor Paulo Tenorio Paulo Tenorio and his Sam, uh, Sam Sigical Sam, so yeah oh. th- those two guys are hosting it and they uh, that's where I got like basically I find. Remember, I put out the uh, the rundown before, and I go, I have yeah. no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah. And then, so I listened to the podcast. They actually made it make sense. So you have where... to pay to get that podcast. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So you have to be a subscriber. Though, uh, it's good to see those guys do their own podcast because they are like the MLS guests on like everyone else's podcast. Yeah, so now they have their own. <laughs> so they have their own. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so one last bit of MLS news, and I don't know what this has to do with the um, uh, CBA. Probably nothing, but oh, yeah. Nashville. Oh. Nashville, what's going on with Nashville? Man. The Nashville mayor will not sign off on a stadium deal uh, to start demolition works because he feels the project's going to cost more. No indication that there is going to cost more, but he... Uh, what, yeah. So this is... A, is this... Correct me if I'm wrong. This is a new mayor, right? Possibly. I, I don't... I, I didn't read... The I don't there. think this is the mayor who made oh, the original okay. deal with them. So there was a new... Like, I re-election. think so. I think so. Now, the MLS <laughs> has threatened to rescind the expansion club rights, and I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to move it to another city? Or something like that. I don't know. But there is legislation in place by one of the councillors that that will allow the passing to happen without the uh, mayor's signature. Oh. So they might be able to work something around. But we'll see what happens there. Because, yeah. boy, can you imagine them moving before they – I don't think they'll, they'll play, probably play the season, but they might move if they don't get it done. That would be embarrassing for MLS. But also MLS doesn't want another NYCFC where they come in and say, hey, we're going to build a stadium even if it's like yeah. temporary or whatever in the good place and whatever. And then it, you know, five, six years down the road, it's still on, in a baseball stadium. So do you think that they had the forethought when they designed the logo <laughs> to make it look like a stop sign? Is that <laughs> – <laughs> A yellow stop sign? A yellow stop sign. <laughs> yield and stop at the same time. Oh, man. Yeah, I feel a little bit bad for – like, Tennessee, like, they, they have – they've had some good grassroots support in the, in mm-hmm. the, in the state. And so I, f- I feel bad for some of those people who've been waiting for this for a long time. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know how things are going to – we'll see. Well, we'll keep following Well, them. who knows? Maybe they'll move them to San Diego because that's where the Whitecaps were last week. And we'll talk about that after the break. Hi, I'm Mark Dos Santos, and you're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show. Fighting over rings, won't be the game, but long little cheek. 
For a little old thing, little boys, bang, bang. Long little cheek. Fighting over rank, won't be the game, but long little cheek. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane. Long little cheek. Uh, cockroaches in the ratchet. Uh, hand me downs with the patches. Mama put a little money in the mattress. Taught me how to make a silver spoon out of plastic. You can either sink, swim, or be the captain. Get the last word, I'ma get the last laughing. Now they say you're dinner while you're dressing so classy. I don't want my best dressed day in a casket. You can either leave, follow, or get out the way. Make a move, it will make my day. Got a hundred year plan, you just think about the day. Always been about time, more than been about pay. Y'all up with me. Usain could have run with me. Chief come to find you. You don't come for me. At best, you could run a little company. At worst, I could run the whole country. That's right. Pimp game like a brothel. That's why. We're back. AFTN Soccer Show. Broadcasting live from UBC at the <laughs> from the CITR FM studios at the University of British Columbia on the unceded Muscogee Territory. That was Jadena with Long Live the Chief. I played that because I know Michael will let me play it next week. <laughs> it was the closest thing I find to Chiefs. <laughs> His team unfortunately lost last week. He was so sh- so confident, so sure that they were going to win. I thought they would have had a chance too. It was really, well, obviously it was a back and forth game. Yeah. They looked like they were going to, they, they really choked. They looked very confident at 2010. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Looked, they really choked at the last seven minutes. Yeah. Did you guys watch the game? I did, yeah. Of course I watched it. I had it on while I was playing board games mm. yeah we we mostly use it to um eat nachos my wife likes to make nachos but then she's upset when we actually have to watch the rest of the uh, game but how about that uh halftime show was pretty good was it shakira i like shakira shakira was good i don't know about jennifer lopez she was just playing songs i've really heard over and over again there was nothing new there for me i, I don't know i don't know what makes a good halftime show I probably the music is probably not my like favorite. The couple yeah. of a lot of money spent on that halftime yeah. show. Yeah, how much was it? I don't know, but if we could just get a portion of that for citr.ca, donate. We'd the fun drive twenty twenty. We would hit. We'd hit the. We hit the goal tonight. Do is there like we need to get some money because we don't want to be like the wooden spoon of shows. Yeah, CITR. I don't want to be that this year. Yeah. I think we, we, I don't we, know we were last year. We no, we weren't. We were not. Oh, I no, thought no. we were. Okay. Michael tells us every year. He's like, guys, we did it. We didn't finish last. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Whitecaps were hoping for last year. <laughs> Good segue. Well, they achieved it, just yeah, not in the Western Conference. Not in the Western Conference. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, this year, results are going pretty good. Uh, they had a three-game road trip. It was a three-game. Pretty, pretty good? Hey, if you could go one one, is... one one and one on a three-game road trip, that's not bad. Four points out of nine. That's on the less road. Than half. That's less on than the half. road. Every team was on the road. It was so <laughs> neutral Di- site friendly preseason. San Diego was playing. <laughs> <laughs> was it Landy Cake, Steve? No. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just go over the real quickly the results. Yes. Because how much did we get to see? None of it, really. Especially that third game. I don't think we saw any highlights except for Cavalini's goal. But let's start with the first one. They drew the crew for 1-1. Which is good because they spend about the same amount of money as the crew, right? Raposo with a goal. Uh, that was Nariski, the header. Nariski, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was nice. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, the 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 oh, weekend game, uh, they beat FC Dallas pretty good four one. Again, a team that doesn't spend that much money. Um, <laughs> Raposo scored his second one, and then Adnan from a free kick, yeah. Tybert with a blast, and Reina with a beautiful chip. Wasn't the Raposo goal a bit of a gift though? It was, but that was high pressure, right? That's yeah. what they're trying to get. So, what do you guys you, think about those highlights? You gotta, you gotta. 
it's one thing to be given a gift. It's another thing to open it and receive it. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage. Because the Whitecaps have gotten a number of gifts over the year. Yeah. They haven't always opened them and received Asked them. Darren Maddox, yeah. I guess, right? <laughs> like, I still don't think Michael's opened that Lego set that you gave him. No, he said he started it. Oh, did he start have it? You st- did your kids build that one? Oh, yeah, they built it. Oh, that. yeah, okay. Well, he 20 told, minutes. He told me he built it. What if we go to his house and find it's not well, been he opened? Should. He's not home yet. It's being used as a doorstop? and It could be. It's really, it's the Doctor, Doctor, Who. Doctor Who. Oh, can, I love that one. Yeah. We can meet the dog, too. We haven't met the dog yet. Yeah. The Mexican I? dog. We yeah. can say nice things in Mexican <laughs> to the dog. <laughs> so, and then the final game, they lost to Galaxy 4-1, a Chicharito-less Galaxy. Um, but Cavallini scored his first goal. Was, that, with the was, nice was goal. that a header? No. I'm no, getting confused. He brought, no, he brought no. it down. He brought it down to his Okay, that's card. a Raposo one. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So yeah, the Cavallini's first goal, but that's the I, I don't I don't think I didn't see any other highlights other than that goal. No, I just saw the goal. That's yeah. all I saw. Well, that's because that's all they wanted you, you to see. Yeah. yeah, and the I don't know the footage I saw was just off a handy cam in like the uh, halfway line or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It was pretty. And bad Will's footage. an expert when it comes to these things. Well, Michael would be too. Michael's yeah. filmed quite a few games with a handy cam as well. His filming of these games in Scotland is enthralling, mm. even though he's sometimes far away. Let's let's get to some of the roster news because obviously games we didn't really know too much. Of course, some of these players we don't know too much about either. But let's start off with today's signing. I'm going to start off with oh, today's okay. signing. Uh, Ranko Veselinovic. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Apologize to any Serbian brothers that I didn't do. And the, like he brings the new edition. Ranko, right? Veselinovic. Ranko. Ranko. He brings the new additions to 11 if you count Godoy, 10 if you don't. Um, and the second lone player coming in. We'll talk about the first in a bit. He's played in the Serbian Super League uh, with Vojvodina. Fifty to sixty. Vojvodina. Vojvodina. Fifty nine games. Yeah, fifty nine games. Five Serbian Super Cups. He's the captain of the team at twenty years old, which is amazing. Unless they're doing the FC Dallas Vancouver model where they play only young players. Well, no, Vancouver never did that. (laughs) Um, And then. He joined the academy, their academy, in 2011. So he's been with the same club the whole time. And then he made his debut in 2017. He's right-footed. He can also play the number six role. Mm. People are describing him as being good in the air, smart with the ball, comfortable on the ball, and somewhat speedy for a center back. Not like fleet of foot or anything like that, but he's he's de- decent range. Yeah. And it's a loan, remember, to win yeah. an option to buy next So year. that's, a, that's I think, smart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, hopefully the, you assume that there's a – uh, a preset amount that hopefully they're comfortable with because I can't remember anything other than um, a Godoy where they like actually yeah. bought after loaning. But um, I don't know, like it, 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 it's it, 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 it's a fine move. It seems like a Chera a loan at first. I can't remember now. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. It seems like a fine move. But again, it's not like a move the needle move. It might play out great in the season, like all that kind of stuff. It might, it might pay off down the road. It, he yeah. might be a player that's like, wow, they, they sign, they, they they pay for him next year, and he becomes a big part of it, and, and they sell him on later on. There's potential for that, but it's, it doesn't move the needle right now. I wonder and we won't know for weeks until well, if this was really Because they never good. mentioned Tam. I wonder if he signed as one of those U, new U22 players. I don't know if that takes effect right away, but he could be like a U22. Was, Tam or something, was it? I yeah, can't I remember. So. But would loans count for that? No, I don't think that. Well, the, the other thing that was interesting about the loan. And, get Jeff on the phone. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys heard this, but I think there's some low threshold, 12 games, 
that it kicks in after 12 games, the I think option to buy. It might be, yeah, it might be different rates or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Maybe it's a lower rate if he doesn't play that much, maybe a higher rate yeah. if he doesn't. I, obviously, not, the, the, yeah, those not, are automatic things. Obviously, right? I, I would say we're going to get clarification so, later, but I highly doubt so it. So I think we need to order a whole bunch of abacuses and send them over to the front office <laughs> so that everyone there can have an abacus, and when he plays a game, they move it over so they don't get the number of games wrong. Or have yeah. a jelly beans in one jar, uh, an oh, empty yeah. jar in there another one. No, but people eat the jelly beans. No one's going to eat an abacus. Because we know that at the at the front office, they sometimes forget about the number of games. That, or those pies that automatically that, do things. Or those pies that Michael eats that nobody here will eat. <laughs> we move them over one at a time. Okay, and then okay, so that was the, the that was obviously the most recent signing. Um, now, kind of after we left, we kind of talked about it on that show, uh, the last show we did before oh, the yeah. uh, last week, um, because it kind of got um, broken by uh, Joseph Joseph Kamiri. Um, on his uh, oh, Instagram, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Malinkovic has been signed on all alone. Um, he's got French Serbian citizenship. Uh, spent early part of his career in actually Italy, um, and joined Hearts in 2017 for a season before being sold to Hull City uh, from Genoa. Genoa was a team he was in Italy with. His past really doesn't fit with the four cornerstones, <laughs> based on the articles that we saw. That's an excellent perspective. Steve. Has talent, but work ethic and commitment has been questioned. Especially uh, one of the games where he wasn't really featured, and then all of a sudden he got a start because there was injuries, and he failed to show up to the game. Yeah, th- there's definitely question marks over this one. Uh, again, feels smart that it's alone and not anything more. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, so y- y- it's it's hard when you say these are our standards, and then you do something that's obviously totally against those standards. I will say though, uh, what I do know of Mark DeSantos, mm-hmm. uh, and I know Mark a little bit. Uh, is he's a person who believes in redemption. Yeah. And so I think he's hoping this is a redemption story. Yeah. Someone who can come uh, to Vancouver and kind of redeem himself and and push on in his career. And as Axel would say, like this is a, a stepping stone for him to make things right and to show effort and work rate and, and be the player that he can. Yeah. And so – Again, it, it doesn't move the needle. I don't no. think there's a whole bunch of yeah. Serbians or people. Maybe there are. I don't Maybe a whole bunch of Serbians buying tickets because yeah. of this or anything like the that. French. Or French or whatever, or whoever. Uh, you know, or... Um, Hearts fans. Heart, uh, no, Hull fans or Hearts fans, Hearts fans. or anyone. I don't, Hull fans are definitely not coming. Th- this is not <laughs> This is not moving the ticket on that. But it could be good for... They the, were willing to let them go for free. Yeah. So you figure if they're willing to go for free, they still got a load for him because they're not 100% well, sure. Well, didn't on Hearts him. like him, but he definitely did not have a good spell at Hall, I believe. Hearts liked him, but I think Hall bought him because of his play at Hearts. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh, then all of a sudden he didn't even do well. This sounds like a stopgap for this yeah. year because yeah. they just can't get the player they want or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it, at this point, unless he like totally throws the locker room in disorder, I think it's a really a no lose situation for the Caps. See, I don't mind reclamation projects as long as there's some backups. I mean, in the past, things like uh, Juarez or last year with Arise, they were such key, you know, components that taking a spin on them was a was a was a gamble, right? Whereas this, at least, there's some people that can sort of back them up in the wings and and things like that. You move Reyna over or or what have you. Yeah. At least there's some backup there, and it, it might be, as Steve says, a stopgap. A low risk stopgap. Does does it remind anyone of Joaquin Ardez though? Like, a little bit, yeah. Because RDS, but RDS like, had a way more ceiling, like like higher ceiling when high, he was like he was rated really high when he was younger. Higher ceiling, a bit similar characteristic. Characteristics, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last uh, acquisition they had uh, while we were gone, uh, Brian Meredith, or as Zach will know him as as the American, um, <laughs> was acquired from Inter Miami uh, for basically nothing. 
Um, he's a former sounder who played uh, former uh, sounder of Michael's championship team, um, uh, <laughs> who started in MLS on basically the last his last start in MLS was June 30th, 2018, in a 3-2 loss to the uh, Timbers. Prior to that, his last his start in MLS was 2012. Do you really want a flounder who lost to the Timbers while a flounder? Yeah. Has, like, I guess the flounders come in threes. I don't know. Like in, in, in between that, <laughs> in between that, he had 20 to 12, 2016. He he, he at one point rejoined the Sounders. He was in Sweden, um, near Cosmos and, and San Jose. Um, basically, on the Brian Rowe confidence level, where do you rate Brian, uh, Brian Meredith? <laughs> you call him from, Brian Rowe. From one What's to Brian name? Rowe. Brian from Rowe. one to Brian Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the Brian Rowe confidence level. Like, oh, okay. where there's a one to, one's very low Brian Rowe, one's very high Brian Rowe. Uh, Where do you rate it? Now? Do you want to move see, on? I've just never level? rated him because he was a flounder. So yeah. I've never taken a great deal of interest in watching him play anywhere. Well, how many chances did you have? Yeah. Um, well, exactly. And if you're going to rank it, I think out of one to ten Brian Rose, I give maybe six Brian Rose. <laughs> but hang on. Is, <laughs> is a lot of Brian Rose good or bad? Uh, that's for everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, we, don't, we don't there cut when, the mystery. You were there when we hung out with Brian Rose, right? At the golf thing? No, I didn't. Oh, you missed that. I, I missed it. I Brian Rose is a great dude. Yeah. I think his yeah, I think his wife even came. That was fun. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. I, I heard great things about him. Yeah, uh, M- Meredith. I mean, it feels like they just wanted someone who that they knew could be an MLS backup. Uh, I will say this: if he does end up uh, predominantly being the the second goalkeeper for Vancouver this year, I really, really hope that Thomas Hassel can get somewhere where he can yes. play some games. I know we've said this before, but even more so now that it, it appears. On the on the surface or on the outside, it appears as though he will have very limited opportunities to be the number two in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. That he needs to go somewhere where he's going to play games out on loan because this U twenty three setup they had last year, which seems will be similar this year, mm-hmm. although hopefully not in the future. We'll talk about that later. Um, he, he the dude needs to play more more and more games and more meaningful games. Could you see him getting any uh, minutes for the Voyagers Cup games? Hassel, Hassel, yeah. Uh, not if Mark DeSantos uh, wants to make everyone know that he wants to win the Voyagers mm-hmm. Cup, or uh, unless they have a first leg where they like crush a side. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anyone at this very moment would have any confidence in that in that uh, in that happening mm-hmm. based on what happened last year. Next thing we have here is. Um that, uh, we talk about some of the departures. Uh, good thing we didn't pump the tires too much on a couple of players. Rodrigo da Costa, Cole da Silva, they basically um, got released, I think, before any matches they even played in. Did Michael, I forget, did he get interviews with them? I don't know. Oh, okay. He really wanted to talk to Rodrigo da Costa because he right. had a good story. Um, but Abukar Sissoko and Emmer Didic are still in the camp. But the, uh, and they played some games, I think, too. Yeah. They got some appearances. Didic. How much does this Ranko thing I- impact Didich? Well, because I think they still ke- they want to keep five center backs. He might get loaned out or something like that, but with a chance to bring him back on an emergency basis. Oh, but I'd, okay, uh, you, I think it sounds like you're looking at this from the Vancouver side. I'm trying to look at it from the the uh, Mirror Didich side. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because like oh no, it's going to affect him for sure. It's dropped him 100. percent Yeah, because I mean, well, we uh, don't know how healthy w- Yasser Kamiri is. So how, how like you know. How well, when is he going to be ready? Jester Kamir is being weighed down by all the extra stuff he tied to his head. But um, it, it, Didich, like, 
people I've heard from, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If, that's a terrible picture. I don't know factually. Uh, sorry, I don't know this uh, for sure. But the sense I'm getting from talking to people is that like he's on trial, but he's really they yeah. promised him or he's guaranteed uh, one of those low level contracts. And so, I, I, if I were him. I would be really concerned about being the number five center back on the Vancouver Whitecaps. So there's some speculation that maybe Godoy could play right back. Now, I think they're bringing in another right back. They've been alluding to that for a while, and I think that's actually been mentioned by MDS as recently as like a week or two ago. But yeah, also, yeah. it's, been, it's looking, been rumored for a long time, like even last season. They need another right back. Yeah. They, they were talking about, uh, uh, before obviously the recent signing, they were talking about a central mm-hmm. midfielder, a fullback, and a center back. Yeah. Those are three they're looking at position-wise. So uh, One is checked. Good yeah. job. Way to go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they need more. They, I know Axel and everyone else have been talking 4-3-3. Yeah, but it would be nice if they were capable of playing three four three or three five two, just mm. in a not in a pinch, but in a tactical, tactical. approach yeah. to being able to switch in a game or say, "Hey, we know this opponent is really susceptible to mm-hmm. to us dominating them in midfield by playing three five two or something." Because they have enough center backs to do that, and I think they have enough of the right kind of center backs to do that. Mm. Now you talk about three four three and you know four three three. Numbers that are important to me right now, especially today, 101.9. Because if you donate 101.9 to CITR.ca, donate, mention AFTN when you donate. Well, there's a little drop-down menu you could put in there. You will get two toques, a mug, and candy hearts. If you donate even more, you get all that. Plus, you get a mixtape at 175. 250, you get a frame disorder. uh, uh, Discorder. uh, Discorder, sorry, cover. $500, you get to host a show, any show you want, as long as it's safe for a second there it sounded like you were going to give people a disorder oh <laughs> uh, that's a good name for a, a, a magazine too um a thousand dollars you get all of that plus a box of albums pop alliance compilation that's albums. not from the giveaway uh, no CDs no no these, these are the these table. are made for the the, the, the donators right, basically. right okay but any, if you don't want to give 30 dollars, you can give it 10 15 20 anything helps we're trying to get to thirty thousand. Because we need to up- upgrade these uh, devices. Remember yeah. a couple of weeks ago, yeah, Zach couldn't microphone. even talk in the mic. We I, that Michael, and I had to, Michael and I had to share. Yeah. With all his waving around and stuff, it was really hard to and share. If with you guys were in the Wuhan province recently, that would have been dangerous to share the <laughs> mic together. <laughs> we were too close. That, yeah. I'm, oh, man. I'm supposed, to go, I'm supposed to go on a cruise with, with my wife's family soon? Yeah. I'm, I'm not feeling super excited well, about getting Well, they shut down a couple of cruise ships, I know. right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. I think they need to get this. Sorry, this is totally off soccer, but they need to actually get a name for it besides the coronavirus. So my wife's been calling it the Wuhan flu. And oh. I keep on thinking she's talking about the Wu-Tang clan whenever oh, she brings yeah. that up. But yeah. Well, Corona just, I wonder what's going on. Corona's the beer, beer right? So yeah. the beer sales are going down or yeah. going up, depending on how you think, look at it. Well, did you hear they were, uh, maybe I said this on a previous show, but did you hear they're close to coming up, to, coming up with a... With a vaccine or a cure for the virus? I don't know about that. I yeah. thought it was a cure. Yeah, they're just trying to figure out how they get the, the lime, lime the, in, lime in, the, yeah, in yeah, the IV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so donate at citr.ca slash donate. Sorry, I shouldn't make fun of, of a virus. If you don't, I apologize. <laughs> if you don't feel like donating online, like a lot of people don't want to, you can call in at 604-822-822. 8648. Phones are open 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. Monday to Friday. So not right Saturday, now. Uh, and because it's ending on Friday anyways. And donate during the year, too, if you feel like if you don't have the money now, donate later. On, like the, We're right now live on camera on yeah. CT, uh, citr.ca backslash watch. 
And uh, so you can watch us and everything. Um, if you're watching, yeah. text at, at William Silver. <laughs> <laughs> or not text, tweet at, at William Silver. <laughs> so let's get, let's get down to our last bit of news for the Whitecaps. The kits. Well, we'll, uh, talk about, well, actually, we're going to talk about one other thing, but the kits that came out this year, this week. Um, my biggest problem is that they all look the same. I'm not a big fan of the three stripes. I think it's stupid. I hate the three I stripes. I hate the three stripes. If it was like one or two teams, that's fine. But Or they did it in different ways where maybe the three stripes were on the waist or you could hide, put the three stripes somewhere Looks else. Looks like on a the football crowd. jersey. Yeah, I'm not a big fan and of And not the soccer type of football. No, the okay. throw ball type. I'll, I'll be honest. I have not looked at, I don't know if I've looked at any of the other ones yeah. from around the league. Yeah. I've seen the Whitecaps one, obviously. Um, You've seen Seattle. That's ugly. Oh, oh, that's saw, the I worst that. one. Was that on the Cascadia trifecta? Yeah. yeah. Some of them were really bad. I did see that I one. Did, I, never, I didn't like the Houston one. That was Real weird. Salt Lake is also Salt. notable. Yeah. Real Salt Lake is the, you mean the original Chicago, Chicago oh, fire. Okay. So, um, yeah. so uh, here's the thing. Uh, about. Let's talk about first about the, the template-ness of it all. Mm. Uh, I get people don't like that. That's fair not to like that. However, this is like really common. Like every time there's a World Cup. Yeah. Right? No, you, you'll, you'll see Nike, Adidas, Puma, yeah. they have a style of shirt that most teams wear. Now, if you're one of the bigger clubs, yeah, then you might not. So you, you go to a World Cup, you're like, everyone's the same. Except for, oh, yeah, Adidas Germany is different because yeah. they're Germany and they either pay more or their contract's yeah. different or whatever. So like, it's, it, when it comes to MLS and you have a league-wide sponsor, people – Shouldn't be surprised. It's not like this is a new thing. Yeah. Um, they had it before. Remember the one year they had it all under the arms yeah, yeah, for yeah, everyone yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Like we the, had a Navy the, one with the stripes. Yeah, the Adidas yeah. sweat or whatever. Yeah. Um, now you got it on the sh- you got it on the shoulder. Like I think people need to get over that. And I, yeah. I know I, I say that as someone who uh, appreciates Adidas, but yeah. um, I, I'm not a huge fan of, of all I these I just jerseys. don't like the shoulder. I like the rest of the, the kit. I like the, the – um, City motto on the back. Yeah, I from like, Tifo. We yeah, 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 yeah. And the jock tag, which is the um, City of Vancouver City flag. of Vancouver. I love that. So you see how C- Seattle outdid everyone, right? They put the Washington State flag and they put the Cascadia flag. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Interesting. At oh, least I think, I don't know, maybe I was looking at a, a Photoshop thing. I'm sorry, I have to say I was just blinded by the jersey. I didn't get to see the Zulily? Yeah, Zulily. Um, but no, I like actually, I don't think that, I haven't seen it in person. But I don't think it's that as bad as a lot of people are making out to be. Mm. Is it wow and amazing? No. But also, th- these things are incredibly subjective. Yeah. Because I also sit back and watch some of these conversations happen now about the jerseys. And some people are like, the best ever was the Arbutus Brown. And then the next person is like, the worst ever was the Arbutus Brown. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, everybody's it's, got it's a bit, it's all very subjective. Polarizing, yeah. yeah. What do, you, what do you do? You guys like it? Do you not like it? Like, I, I didn't mind it. I thought I just I just don't like the three stripes because everybody else same. has it. I'm the same. If if that three stripes was the only on the white caps one, then I'd be fine with it because it's on every single other jersey. Okay, yeah, really quick, know. really quick. MLS era white caps, top three, top bottom three, kits. Top three for me, obviously one one is the hoop. Yeah, yeah. I do like the unity kit. Although, like we talked about before, it's the wrong gear to have the unity kit. In. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the year of disunity. Number three would be which one would be? Oh, the uh, the blue and silver one. Remember that one? Oh, with the different like yeah, it was like when it was like the the grade the gradient. Yeah, went yeah. Down? Oh no, the, yeah, actually, actually, that's the one I like more. The sea yeah. to sky. Yeah, sea to sky. sky. That's it might have been the sea to sky. Yeah. I didn't mind that much. What are your okay? What are your three top? Three? I, I have to say, I'm exactly the same. So I'm I'm hoop. I'm Unity, although it's a badly themed jersey for that year. Unfortunately, they couldn't predict that. And then uh, I like the Sea to Sky. But I know that that's actually been some controversy online. So some, people said, you, some people said, I love the Sea to Sky. My, worst, my worst for sure is the, 
the the raindrops pajamas. Oh, raindrops number pajama one with tops. a bullet. Yeah. 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 Okay, hang on. I want to hear the other words. Uh, for me, I, I I'd put uh, I don't love the hoop, so maybe three for the hoop. Yeah. But because it's because of the nostalgia, uh, I really like the Arbutus. Uh, uh, so I put that in the top three, mm. and then my other one, I probably have to go the original uh, navy blue. Mm. Those are probably my top. I, d- so, I do like the Arbutus as well. It just doesn't yeah. make my top. Three. Bottom three, we're all with triangles, yeah. uh, raindrops. Yeah. What else? I I don't like the white one with the mountains on top, just because it was it was not enough. It wasn't all the way around the was back. Was that the faded one? Yeah, the faded one, and it was just looked like really... looked like it was in the wash. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't was... horrible, just not my favorite. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't hate any of the jerseys except that raindrops one. But yeah. if I had to do it bottom three, it would probably be. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of brown. I'm, so okay, I that's fair. Been, I'm not a huge fan of that. And the other one is the the inaugural jersey. Oh I, yeah, I, I, that was kind of odd the way they had the lines across. It just yeah, weird they they me. were like different sizes. You, you know how you get those websites where you actually uh, you can drag your own, make your own lineup. It kind of looked like one of those jerseys exactly. Yeah, I, I can go back and forth on that one because yeah. it's so nostalgic yeah, for, yeah. I, uh, for me. But so. like I said, my bottom is the raindrop, yeah. and everything else is fine. The yeah. middle is fine, and my top three is top three. So. I would say raindrop, that fade one, and then my other one, um, I know some people like this one, but it's the diagonal slashes, and what does it for me is the colors, like half light blue. Oh, Do you yeah. know the one I'm talking about? I like that the, the one. Second white, the second white yeah. one, second home jersey. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't like it. I but. like the material of that because it was nice and stretchy, but. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, I would have to go. I agree with you guys. Raindrops all the way oh, yeah. with a bullet, as you said it will. Yeah. Uh, what else did I not like? Um I didn't. Oh, I did not like the sea to sky. Like, I, oh, really? I, yeah, I did not like it. Um, I just didn't like it. Would you like it more if it was all the way around on the back as well? Or yeah, is it just and the a, sleeves were different, right? Yeah, yeah. I did not like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about the front view. I don't. Yeah. I, yeah I so those remember. two, and then last one. Yeah, maybe the faded one. Oh, I don't like the cuffs on the new one. Everybody's oh, this big yeah. cuffs. Yeah. I'm See, I, I don't. I would have liked if the collar maybe was more because yeah, the collar's the collar's just normal, right? Yeah. It's blue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, obviously the kids talking there. A lot of kids were at the Southsiders event. Uh, Will, you were there. What's your thoughts yes. there, are there? You know, w- w- what happened there? And what, what were your, what was your anticipation of what that uh, thing yep. was? Were there any promises made? Like <laughs> previously? <laughs> yeah, like top third or bottom third no, spending? No, no. You know, there wasn't really a lot of speeches. I think it was just a really great uh, meet and greet from the time that I was there. I was there for about an hour or so, and then I had to go to some family. Occasion. You had to go colonize somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, very, very good with that. With that was at Colony. That's why it's brought up. But, you know, for me, I just think that that was a great event um, that the Southsiders put on, and some members of the cover were there. I believe there were some members of the Rain State Brigade as, as well. And it was just nice to, nice to have a meet and greet. I, I said to a member of the front office that we need to do more of these things, you know, r- rather than when it's just an emergency or some sort of um, uh, traumatic event that yeah. we need to actually get out and Well, um, you have the ear of the front office, Well, I'm sure they'll listen to you. And who, uh, uh, Prawn Side was also there? Oh and yes, South uh, South I Sisters were there. I didn't see any South Sisters. They were there. Sure. I, well, I didn't. I didn't necessarily see any that I was aware okay. of. But I, th- oh, I, saw, I thought some. I saw them advertising it. Oh, there was probably some there, but yeah. I, definitely prawn ciders. I yeah. saw some. I, I'm ciders. really liking um, uh, Panis. Just the, his interactions on Twitter and everything like that. So so far, so good for yeah, me. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, but I haven't talked to him. Yeah, before, I, so. don't, I don't disagree. I think they've been positive. But it's like it's when you're. It's like going from nothing to something is, yeah. is a positive move. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's that's it for a Whitecaps talk this week. Uh, we'll obviously talk about more than in the weeks coming up, especially up to opening kick. Uh, but we're go for the break right now. We'll talk about Canada soccer, uh, the women down south, 
and a whole bunch of CPL talk, obviously. And after the break, we're going to have a very special guest. Hi, I'm Ryan Raposo, and you're listening to the AFTN Show. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the AFTN Soccer Show on CITR Radio, 101.9 FM. Broadcasting from the unceded Musqueam Territory at the University of beautiful British Columbia. Hope you're enjoying tonight's show. Remember, support CITR Radio, support AFTN by donating to this year's fund drive. You can get all the information at citr.ca online. Just hit donate. Make sure you mention AFTN with your donation. And everyone will feel happy about that. Now, I might still be in Scotland and not in the studio for tonight's show, but that was not going to stop me having a wavelength. And I thought after last week's goalkeeping special, which I hope you enjoyed, I thought I'd keep the goalkeeping theme going. So this is a song from the 1990s by an English collaborative band called The Lilies. Now, the song is based around that infamous moment in the 1995 European Cup Winners' Cup final. Ah, I missed that trophy. An actual trophy where winners took part in it. Not the Champions League, which isn't for champions, but a winner's trophy. So the Cup Winners' Cup was between Arsenal and Real Zaragoza that year. And in the final minute of extra time, with the scores tied, David Seaman was lobbed from the halfway line by Naeem, a former Tottenham player. And the group, the Lilies, decided to capture that moment forever in record form. All you need to know about this is it was released as a flexi-disc with a Tottenham fanzine. This is the Lilies and a song called And David Seaman will be very disappointed about that.
Samway's ahead. And Lineker uses him by not using him. Good try, score! And David Seaman will be very disappointed about that. It seemed to go through his fingers. Good break by Tottenham. The Lilies there with and David Seaman will be very disappointed about that. And now, back to the boys in the studio. Thanks, Michael. Good song there. Um, not very many words, though. <laughs> song, yes. Good song. Um, uh, before that, before Michael came on, it was uh, the song was uh, The Void by Metric. Tell us more. Oh, well, they're a good Canadian band. And I, but the reason I played it is because, you know, what kind of void would the uh, Canadian women's be in if it wasn't for Christine Sinclair? Or Jordan Hutma. Oh, well, I'm talking about like all oh, this, yeah. all these years. Oh, all these years, yeah. Okay. So uh, obviously, as we everybody knows, Christine Sinclair broke the record. What? Yes. <laughs> Although it wasn't a great call, but it broke broke the record. Oh, uh, the call was awful. Oh, I don't. Was know. it Wheeler? Yeah, it was Wheeler. He's, but a, it was, he's a nice guy. It's not him. I like but Wheeler, it was even but... his call. It was the sound. Like it sounded like he was like in a basement or something like that. Like when we recorded our podcast in the basements or something like that. Places. <laughs> Those weren't basements. Well, some of them were basements. Well, I, the ones I was doing, the pregame oh, show. Oh, okay. oh uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, they beat St. Kitts and Nevis. Uh, uh, it was a close game, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's five. There's two countries. It would be five and a half or 22. Five and a half each, yeah. 22 yeah. nothing because there was two countries. We should go but uh, Christine scores two uh, to, get past, uh, to get her to 185 to pass Abby Wambach. Uh, nice of Abby to uh, congratulations. A lot of people did congratulate, especially in North America. Was it like welcome Worldwide, to the club was, or something stupid? No, no, no. It was congratulations. You've been a you know a, su- a superstar all these years. It was re- very gracious. Yeah, but then she said you're. It was sort of like a welcome to the Legends Club or something. Was I thought I thought that was no, Abby's. I don't, maybe I mean, was maybe that else. was American. Uh, yeah. There was one tweet where it was like almost not. It was nice, but it was like. Sinclair scored though, but two. But Adrian Leon scored four in that game. It was eleven nothing, like we said. And next game. Won nine nothing over Jamaica. Jordan, Jordan Hutton scored five goals. Uh, Janine Becky with three. Um, then a tight two one win. No, no over, penalties for Janine. No, right? no, I don't think okay. so. Two nil win over Mexico to win the group. That was essentially the uh, the group clincher. And then they uh, had a you know very, another one nil win um, against Costa Rica. Hutton there again with their seventh goal. Of the, uh, of the tournament, and I uh, eventually winning the golden, golden boot. boot. So a golden boot for her at the young age. Today they lost three nil to the U.S. They were really good up to the 60th minute. Poor giveaway by the young Canadian uh, Rivera, I think his yeah. name is. Uh, her name, yeah, her name. Uh, sorry, and um, <laughs> poor giveaway there. And then they got another goal, and then a late goal by Omega Rapone. Rapino, uh, Rapino, whatever her name. I Did she slide and do that? Kick, kick her leg like. Yeah, she must. So I didn't watch the highlights because I just I realized yeah, was, that they were playing today. I didn't even see it. I only saw it till it was two 0 Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it's still a qualification for the Tokyo to- oh, 2020. The, the you want, if you want to beat the U.S., you want to beat them in the yes. Olympics. Like absolutely. We should have the absolutely most ago. important thing of this whole thing was that they qualify for Tokyo. Yeah, so that's absolutely. great. Christine Sinclair is uh, an incredible footballer. Uh, she's an incredible ambassador for the game and for our country. And yeah, I'm like I don't a role I, model for both girls and boys. Wait, she's a role model for all young footballers in yeah. Canada. She, uh, I I just feel like like lucky that I got to see her like back in the day when she played at Swangard for yeah, Vancouver. For sure, I got to see, you've seen her play a number of times for the national team. I got to see her play for the Thorns in Portland. Um, she she's quality and she's class. And uh, now that she's gotten this record, like I don't know about you, but I'm like okay. F- 
Just just fifteen more to get to two hundred. Come on, you yeah, can, yeah, yeah. you can nice do, if you you can do this. Yeah, run it up, she, run it up. And she doesn't seem to be like there was. Remember a couple of years ago, she looked like she was slowing down a little bit. Yeah, she's kind of seemed more uh, energized again. There is like a more uh, like it's not not a, like she's not back to where she was yeah. before, but she's like kind of improved. Maybe it was the foot injury back then. That I was think it depends on the game because yeah. the game yeah. I went to in Portland this summer. Yeah, uh, yeah, she it, she did not. Look, her movement was not what you would hope for. Yeah. Um, which was costly to her team in that specific game. Uh, I think a little bit. But um, what role was she playing? She was playing striker. Or was she playing number ten like she is with yeah. Canada? Because Canada, she's basically essentially playing a number ten role. Now. I think she might have been behind the strikers yeah. in that game. To- Tobin Heath was out on the left. She was central, but I can't remember if she was the nine or the ten. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. In these games, she looks up for it. I think some of the opponents, obviously, their level uh, maybe may- enables her to do more or do different things. Like mm-hmm. I like. Uh, on the goal that qualified them, right? Again, she was able to drop or stay deep or drop back and allow Hoytema to come, you know, come into that middle, be in that middle spot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, just, it's, and then in other plays, you, um, yeah, that was the cross. There other, there's been other plays where you've been able to see like her, she creates space for other players to, to move into or to run into right. that really are advantageous for the overall play of the team. And, Hopefully that she still can carry on into this Olympics. Opponents still like, are going to respect yeah, they, her shot. Oh, and everything. Yeah, absolutely. So they're yeah. never going to open it up. Are you not excited, Will? Oh, no, I am very excited. I mean, she's once-in-a-generation talent, and I think it's you know a, an accomplishment that's going to be hard to see anyone passing it any, anytime soon. Anyways. Any, any team. like I don't see – like because the thing is now, while it doesn't seem like from some of the score lines we had here, but the, the competition has risen a lot. Like Costa Rica – who was expect that they, we'd only beat them one nil? Like a few yeah. years ago, that was an easy win. No. Now it was they played so organized in that game, and they were able to keep their shape, and we got that one goal. Hoytema's what on twelve? Pardon? How many senior goals does she have? Twelve? I'm not sure. She she can do it. Is she okay? Um, I I don't know. It's hard to see a lot of players having the longevity that Christine yeah. Sinclair yeah. has. She started when she was sixteen or something, wasn't it? In the national team, yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, it, it, and she was scoring right off the bat too. It yeah, wasn't even like she yeah. was just no. there. She was scoring. No, yeah. she. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, if you have not already, uh, go out and get your tickets for when the the women's team is coming here. April fourteenth. I think I want to say it's the fourteenth. They're playing Australia. Yeah. If you want to be in the supporter section, the Voyageurs is organize are organize uh, have organized are organizing mm-hmm. uh, tickets for that. You can support with them. Get tickets if you don't want to be in. You want to support in a different way in the stadium. Get tickets in the stadium. Let's really get behind them and support them because this will be the last time you'll see them before they go to Japan yeah. for uh, for the Olympics. Now in that in that game, you're going to see Christine Sinclair. Obviously, the game is for her. Like I think yeah. this is going to yeah. be like almost like a testimonial for her. Yeah, uh, so I wouldn't call it a testimonial. Well, no, it's but a celebrating like, the celebration, yeah. celebration, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But uh, but also you're going to get to see on. Don't on tell her that because she won't like no. that. But Australia, you're going to see the um, Sam Kerr. Sam Kerr. Yeah. Who who is probably the top goal scorer? Yeah, right if you now. don't if you don't follow women's football in the whole, Sam Kerr is like the one of the or the up and coming like uh, you know queen of women's football. Like she is dominant and she is quality. Mm-hmm. I just realized the number fell down. Again, oh. yeah. The phone number fell down. We can't do this. We have to have the numbers up. We have to get donations to get better tape so we can keep the phone number up. How do you do this? You donate to citr.ca backslash donate come on people it's oscar sunday this is my best oscar performance (laughs) i'm going to be able to give you we need to make this happen this is local radio where else are you going to get shows like ours 
No, nobody <laughs> will let us on the air except CITR. I don't. Michael keeps talking about it. no. Um, so, uh, no, yeah, do do support CITR. I was listening to the uh, Transcendence yeah. on the way in and just hearing Mike talk about. We got to know Mike a little bit over the years. Yeah, uh, how, the dude's been here for 19 years doing his uh, Transcendence show, which is awesome. Yeah, he's talking about how he served on the board here and just he, it was a good reminder listening to him about how this is like a a small student radio, a student run radio station, yeah. right? It's, a, it's, it's all it's, leave, leave, it's, leave. it's all run on volunteers, yeah, right? Yeah, and so next year the people will have <laughs> yeah, and so. Yeah, it's, it's it's something I think worthwhile to support. Obviously, we benefit from it because, yeah, if dudes like us can have a, a radio show to talk about what we love like football, they give students opportunities to both become DJs, learn how to DJ, yes. and, and it's, do it's shows an about educational things. educational tool. Yeah, yeah, do shows about what they love. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a really, really meaningful thing. And if for some people, even if they don't look to have this as a like something going forward, this is almost an outlet for them to get away from the studying all the time, to have like an outlet to be creative. Like you'll yeah. have people come here and just do an hour show on, I don't know, like television or movies or the reggae music yeah. or Russian music I've heard once in a while, like on, on the show, on the radio station. Like the people just want to have that creative outlook, the outlet, sorry, to show what they can do and kind of take a break from, you know, the everyday, you know, but Will Hammering. just wants to study all the time, <laughs> study all the no, time, but study. Absolutely, like what you said, Steve. I mean, I think these days it's so hard to get a job, especially if you're looking at anything in the media and any experience you oh, can get sure. and a creative outlet, but also great experience for students and uh, to expand your skills. You're, you're, you're alumni here, right? I this am This is your old stomping grounds? Indeed, yeah. Now, and yeah, that's the thing. If you're going to be like, even if you get a, try to get a job in like business or something, yeah. if you have on your resume that you hosted a weekly radio show, yeah, that's going to be helpful for you. Yeah. It's going to it's going to show something to the new providers. So donate again, citr.ca backslash donate phone number. If you want to call, obviously the phone numbers are down right now. Not down, but there nobody's banning the phone numbers because it's kind of late. I can't believe we're here this late. But but if you want to donate all over the phone, 604-822-8648. Um, so let's go to CPL news. Woo, football CPL. Has- Football has finally returned to the capital <laughs> with the addition of Ottawa to with, CPL. Without most of the, the dead weight of OSCG. Yeah. Um, it sounds, I think I called them o, OESG on the a previous <laughs> <case>. <laughs> you, I probably did too. Uh, sounds like the, the CPL, this is obviously through the Atletico Madrid group. Uh, it sounds like they were approached. CPL was approached by them. That's why they're manning it. Because Atletico Madrid was kind of watching it. They probably had some feelers out there. And they were pleased with the way the first season went, considering it was the first season. There was apparently there's going to be no roster ch- uh, change to the roster number, so there, you know, and this was never brought up by the Spanish side. It'll still be the same yep. number of internationals and Canadians on the roster. Local Ottawa 67s and CFL Red Blacks owner um, Jeff Hunt was introduced as a strategic partner, not an owner, a strategic partner. So I don't know how that's going to work. He's the out. one linked to o- OSCG. Yeah, but he's going to, obviously, maybe he's the one that didn't want to be with that group and he, want, yeah. he had this. Well, he's still with the group, technically. But oh, see. The, it's, it is, uh, it's not uh, of, of, it's not insignificant that in all the things that they talk about him with this, they talk about how he is doing this and it has nothing to do with OSCG. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you guys uh, think this is going to be... Um, like, do you feel like this is a negative, positive, or it's kind of like a wait and see for, you know, football and development again? I'm thinking about development again. Obviously, I think it's great for CPL. You get eight teams, 
no unbalanced schedule. You don't have yeah. to worry about somebody sitting out for, uh, like multiple weeks and you can kind of have a more yeah. known schedule through the, the season. I, you know, I would say I, I agree with you 100%, Steve. I think it's a positive for the league having eight teams. I mean, having seven teams, it's just an awkward number. Um, I think any development of Canadian players is great. Uh, you know, I I might be the one of the three of us who's a little disappointed that maybe it was outside ownership. I mean, I, I think I would have liked uh, organic Canadian owners. But, you know, at the same time, we get a, another team in the CPL, and that's a positive overall. So, And the thing is, Athletic Madrid has a good reputation for developing players. They have a good system. Um, they don't rely on the big sales and, like, this is not – I think – would you agree that this is not like a Man City or a, a Red Bulls like kind of putting their forks in a whole bunch of cities? This is – this no, could it, be – It is. It is, but it it's is. not It's not as bad as what they do because they really just – like they use it for different reasons. They loan people to the teams in order to hide them or stuff like that. Yeah, I – it's not as nefarious sounding as what those guys do. No, would you agree? Definitely with not. It? But it still is multi club ownership. And I'm not calling them nefarious, which is not which is not good. I, I I don't think not good for it's not good for football on the whole. Yeah, it is definitely the wave of the future and the way things are going. I mean, just look at we have that already in Canada mm. with Joey Saputo, right? Yeah. Sure. Um. Uh, so yeah, there's some things about this that I like. I like that. Uh, OESG is not pr- primarily involved, uh, other than maybe is the, they're lending out their stadium or leasing mm-hmm. out their or renting out their stadium. Uh, because, and I'm glad that as it, I heard of as early as well, not this past summer, but the summer before, when when talks originally broke down, I heard from people connected to the league saying, "This is okay. There are other people uh, who will want to have a team in Ottawa." Not sure what that's going to look like or how it's going to go, but I'm so I'm glad that because. Uh, um, in my opinion, and, and I'm, I'm happy for people to disagree with this. In my opinion, o- OSEG were not good for the future of Canadian football and developing ca- Canadian football in the overall. I'm, I'm not trying to take. I'm not saying that they have never done anything for that, but yeah. in terms of actually w- working together and moving forward for the best of Canadian football, I don't think they were good for that. Uh, I uh, really appreciate Jonathan De Guzman and uh, sorry Julian De Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what he what he's what he's done for Canadian football, uh, I'm really glad that he appears not to be involved with this. I know some people have been saying, "Oh, he got there's all this stuff that maybe he means he's going to be involved." It's a Spanish club. He played in Spain. Blah blah. My understanding is he's not going to be involved, and I I also think that's good because his involvement was one of the main reasons why OSEG did not want to be involved in, in the Canadian Premier League, and all because of how that impacted him personally in his bottom line, mm-hmm. both in his actual paycheck from the organization. And in other ways, he would benefit uh, from being connected to the club. So I'm I'm glad about all that. I am a little torn though, because I don't I don't uh, dis I don't uh, agree with you fully, mm. uh, Will. But I am a little bit sad that this is how this is what's happened. But this also means a couple of things. One, uh, one first, of all, I want to say there's a number of people who've been like, oh, but they didn't want MLS teams to be involved. If you can't see the difference between how being uh, connected to an MLS team and being connected to Atletico Madrid or a, a, a significant club from another part of the world like Europe, 
then we need to have a different conversation because you don't understand football and you don't understand what's going on in the, in the dynamics. That's fair. We, we can have the conversation some other time. But this is, a, this, this is and this will be a huge thing for the league and for Canadian football. My understanding is that uh, I know you might talk about uh, Olympic A later or whatever, but there are other clubs who are looking to invest in Canada. Mm-hmm. Now, I do not want a league. I don't want a Canadian Premier League that is like entirely foreign investment. Yeah, foreign investment. But if it's limited, I, I can live with it. And if it means no OSEG, uh, it makes me a little bit more okay with it. Now, uh, I, this is one of the scourges of modern football. And if you want to know the message for modern football, just go and look at Bayern Munich's display from this morning as they hosted dead ball at the Allianz Arena. And that's, I think, that, that speaks to that. A hell of a run by Alfonso Davies, though. Yeah. Did you see the banner, though? No. Oh, just against modern football, oh. FRB. Yeah. Um, so in other CPL news, um, uh, I don't know if... The, Lots going on. I, I don't oh, know yeah. if we confirmed this um, on the last show. I, I really I couldn't remember, and I wasn't really bothered to listen to the whole thing to find out if we did. But former Caps, Brett Levi's and Fraser Aaron are confirmed to Valor, uh, Valor FC in uh, Winnipeg. That's confirmed. Also confirmed now, uh, and we talked about this. Mul- I know we talked about it that it was, could possibly happen, but Marco Bustos will join Pacific FC uh, to go to Pablo Duca, and he's also bringing. I think his for I think he played with him in Club America yeah. at one point. Um, Mexican striker Alejandro Diaz. Um, I think he, Alejandro Diaz. Other than some players that were possibly had fam- parents in Mexico or Mexican born or whatever, and came here, he's the first really trained. A uh, fully trained uh, Mexican player that went through the whole system there that has come to CPL. So, you guys' thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, first off, I think uh, I'm excited for Valor. Uh, it was a very difficult year. It's been a very difficult off season. Uh, lots of hard questions have been asked. I feel whatever you think of his tactical approach. I, I feel I felt bad for Rob Gale, uh, who I think genuinely has uh, done his utmost to try and do you know to get the best he could out of the the players and the season and all that kind of stuff. And has done a lot for Canadian football. Again, you can have differing opinions on that, but I felt bad for the dude. Um, he, they lost Petrasso. They lost Bustos. They lost some other players. Um, I think uh, Fraser Aird and Brett Levi's have the potential. Cause I don't see the, I mean, they could, I don't see them playing fullback in the no, CPL. No. Definitely not. I see them playing as dynamic wingers, w- inverted, maybe even inverted wingers yeah. on this team. That could cause a lot of damage in this league if they're both at in and around their peak performance. Yeah. Right. So maybe there's some injury question marks for uh, for for Levi's, Levi's or, will, or, or, will or, or cramping question mark yeah. for for um, for Air. Maybe has some uh, uh, wrist issues. Wrist issues. He, he yeah. just gets sorted out. Um, but uh, I almost made a gesture that remember oh, the camera. Yeah, here. that was a <laughs> yeah. good save, yeah, by the yeah, way, yeah. Zach. Um, <laughs> do do the real coker? Do the real coker, as you would say, Steve. Um, poor Marco Carducci. Um, no, I think there's a great. I think this is, could be huge for Valor. Like, I think it literally could be something that makes their season. And I and I hope for their sake it does uh, help them have a good season. I hope both those players have great seasons um, and can push on in their careers, whether that's a long career in the CPL or whatever. But I wish them both both the best. Bustos. Yeah. Oh, happy so excited. For, happy yeah. for Bustos. Um, I don't think a lot of things were working out great for him at Valor. Uh, we talked to Michael and I talked to him, uh, you know, on his visits to the Island and, uh, he was working his, working his hardest. He recognized some of the realities there, some of the, the things that weren't ideal, uh, but was always, always trying his best. Uh, I think, especially on the pitch to, to, to get things right. And 
I think there's potential for him to uh, to do really well at Pacific. My one concern is I hope it doesn't mean, and I think it probably will mean this, but I hope it doesn't mean Ben Fisk uh, departs. Yeah, that's a concern because how many players are it, it creates a logjam up there. Yeah, especially with Diaz coming in too. Talk, some people were talking about Fisk maybe going to Ottawa, playing for that team. So we'll see what well, happens. Well, he was on, apparently the Ottawa owners or whatever were given a list of here's some yeah. players that are available within the league, and yeah. Fisk's name was pretty high up on yeah. that list. Yeah, and and, this, and he's got um, uh, history in Spain. I can't remember what team he played for in Spain, but he, he, Deportivo, I believe, oh, just did, like Julian. Oh, okay. I think so. Um, Diaz, is, I forget. Is Diaz as much a he's much he's a center forward, he's right? He's a center forward. Yeah, yeah. maybe so, a secondary striker. So this uh, brings also center. brings questions over Marcus Haber mm. because and Taron Campbell. Well, I think Taron Campbell has earned the right to be in and around the starter position. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he and we know he can play other spots. Yeah. Although he was best for I think Pacific in the middle. For sure. But um what does this mean for Marcus Haber? Because as far as I understand, I think he's like signed for this year. Like I think yeah. he was on a yeah. two year deal. So that's fine. You can keep him and rotate people in and out. Diaz is obviously not gonna yeah, be but playing that much he right a big off the budget bat. player though. I mean like, Well there's yeah. that and there I I mean if you know Marcus, I don't know how well that would sit with him to be healthy and not really be a part of things. And I don't know if I don't know if that would be the a great thing, but we'll see. And then local news. I uh, just want to mention this. Um, and Zach's got a, a thing about BC uh, Premier League or BC One or whatever it's called. I don't know, League One. Uh, but uh, T, uh, BC SPL uh, TSS Rovers are actually joining them now because they've been certified from Canadian Soccer along with Langley United. Uh, North Van Football Club and Vancouver United Football Club. So that's good news for TSS Rovers. Uh, they, they're in that BC SPL, uh, which is which could eventually become the uh, League One, right, or something like that. Or is it, do you think it's a, like a? I, no, I think it's no. I don't. Oh, it's it's going to be two different things. Yeah, I thought it would be like a kind of a feeder into up, it. Feeder into uh, it. I haven't asked that question. Oh. Isn't uh, North Van? They're not coming in until next year, though, isn't that? I, I heard they got permission, but I, you might be right. It might yeah. be next year when they come in. Yeah, so talking of TSS, uh, one of the things that, that has happened since we were last on the air live together, Steve, uh, is that um, the deadline, so if you, uh, last month, if you read Rod Nottenboom's um, article, uh, he's, of course, of uh, from the Black Hole and uh, Northern, Northern Starting 11, um, read his article talking about, uh, he did an interview with Peter Shad about um, the upcoming plans for the BC League One. And so in that article, I think it talked about how there was minimum standards for the league and um, there was a deadline for application of January 31st of this year. And so uh, I haven't seen any public confirmations of this, but it, they, I think my guess is because we haven't heard anything, they've met the minimums yeah. and now things are in kind of the review or analyzing, yeah, analyzing sure. the applications. Yeah. Really, really excited about that because um, – there's a ch- there's a chance that I mean uh, from for me as biased uh, Fraser, Fraser Valley uh, Fraser Valley dweller um, that um, there's a chance that the closest club football to to my home might be BC League One before <laughs> before a CPL oh. team comes out that way and so anyways I'm just really excited I think this is a really positive step for uh, our province and for football in this province and I'm really hoping. Uh, for BC soccer to just to be able to walk through this process in a meaningful way and get some clubs together who really have a vision for the future is I'm guessing my guess would be that TSS is also one of the people who would be looking at this as, as something they would want to mm-hmm. be a part of in one city, shape or form. I assume under their 
their larger umbrella of, of clubs and leagues and all that kind of stuff. But keep your eye on that. As more comes out about that, we'll be talking about that here on AFTN and maybe even on AFTN.ca. So that'll, I think that wraps it up for this week. Uh, Are we talking about show. Will's shirt? Will, oh, turn yeah. to the camera and show him your shirt. It's a Puma shirt, right? Yes. I, I thought it was a... Pumas. Ten, Pumas. Not Puma. Pumas. 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 Please don't swear on, on Radio Will. I yep. thought it was a, uh, a, tel- a Telcel. <laughs> no, that's your, the player. Oh. They have a lot so, of ads on their thing. And you ad, were, you were like almost run over by a truck driver, right? Yeah, so <laughs> I guess the story with this is I was wearing this jersey. I was walking down Kitsilano in the summer and... Some guy just stopped his car in the middle of traffic. He was coming towards me, started honking at me and pointing at me violently. And I was like, what, what did I do? And then I suddenly realized, oh, I'm wearing a Puma kit, and that guy looks Mexican. Well, it's Pumas. Pumas, Pumas, Pumas. <laughs> it's a very nice kit. Did you, is this one you bought when you were there? Uh, yes, oh, yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool, great story. And then, so um, tell us, everybody, where you, we can find you at and what you learned. Or have we learned anything? <laughs> what did we learn? I, I learned that Michael's going to be really sad that he missed the, the, the live telecast. He missed the live telecast. The amount of rhythmic movement and clothes removal that would have happened. Yeah. What did you learn, Mike? Uh, Will? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think I learned that there's uh, no better time to hang out with friends than at 1 o'clock in the morning on Sunday night. What else do you learn? You learn something else? You're pointing at me. No, I just want... I, I'm not wearing a Puma, Puma, Puma shirt. <laughs> Bob Marley. Yeah. Very nice. Yes, you're Kamiri. <laughs> That's... Yasha Kamiri Well, you know no what? I'm going to quickly tell the story because I actually read okay. up on this. Um, the dreadlocks is... They're actually, not dreadlocks. Well, whatever they're called. Whatever the hairstyle is. They're, they're, called, they're, they're basically back in the Arab Spring oh, because okay. the dreadlocks were banned. Uh-huh. Though that hairstyle was banned because at, at, at that time by like the... The religious uh, fronts there. And Wait, are like you that. saying Yasser Kamiri's hair is a political statement? I don't know. I'm not sure. But Someone I was, better, better I was not reading, tell MLS I was, I was looking it up because I was looking at Tunisia, dreadlocks. Yeah. I look, and yeah. they said that that was the, one of the things that was banned. And a lot of people, a lot of rappers in Tunisia wear these. Are you saying Yasser Kamiri is also a rapper? I don't know. But they said about how these guys' life is in danger because of the hairstyle they choose. So it could it's be like some kind of, of solidarity. Yeah, so a sign the, of solidarity. What's the meaning behind the dreadlocks because it's just something that they, they weren't allowed they, to do. they were never allowed to do and because okay. there is a hip-hop community in some of those uh areas so mm-hmm. they they wanted to do it they weren't allowed and now it's kind of like an arab when arab spring happened i think it was like five years ago six years maybe longer i can't remember it feels longer yeah. but but uh that's something that people were started doing at that time because mm-hmm. they were they were a lot they finally could do it that's interesting. I look forward to Michael's favorite interview. Yeah, talks, we can talk to him about that. A couple things. If you didn't catch last week, we weren't live last week. If you didn't catch the episode, Michael, the goalkeeper episode, uh, go and uh, go and listen to that. It was yeah. really, really good. Uh, I, I want to see if he actually brings back this book for uh, Maxime Kripo. Huh. I also want to see if he brought back copies for any of the other keepers. Oh, cool. Or us. You're a keeper. I'm surprised he's going to get one for you. <laughs> um, the other thing I want to say is uh, if you want to go uh, February 29th is first kick against this yeah. is Kansas City. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you want to go sport, yeah, oh, the Sporting Club of Kansas City. If you um, if you want to go to the game, uh, there's tickets available in the uh, general mission supporter section. The yes, let's call it the West End. Yes, the West. Is end. everyone calling it the West End? Uh, <laughs> we're calling it the West End. Let's put it that way. So uh, I I think you know regardless you know if you're a supporter if you're listening to this at one o'clock in the morning it must be some sort of a supporter. Well, we're still twelve forty. Oh, we're sure, twelve forty. Twelve forty. I rounded up. I rounded up. So if you're listening to this at twelve forty at night, um, and you support the White Caps, you know, come and 
come and join us where the the hardcore support will be organized and centralized in the west end in the in the stands and we hope to see you there and it's the unified thing so there's all like there's going to be there's going to be curve collective there's going to be the south siders of course south sisters rain city brigade and and maybe others sure i mean will the prawn side will some of the prawn side come and hang on from what i understand it you know most of uh the south side or i shouldn't say most of the south side but a large contingent of the south side has moved over the curve have moved over for the most part and i think there's some sprinklings of rain city brigade and other members but uh from other and here's the thing here's the thing I don't know if we talked about this before, but this one of the things about this GA section is if you and your friends want to form something, you want to form your own group, you and your 20 friends or whatever, Yeah. a general admission section is the most ideal. So pigeon casuals or whatever, sure. you, you want to make your own thing, that you want to be a part of the bigger yeah. thing with other people, this is a great opportunity for you for to sure. come together with your friends yeah. and be able to just go and stand together and support I, together. I think one of the problems that's held back the Savoyers community over the years is that we have been so fractured. And, you know, part of this is obviously I carry the banner of Curva Collective. I'm I'm one of the members or partners. But, uh, you know, I'm also a Southsider. And, you know, there's more similarities and differences than all the groups. Especially nowadays. Especially nowadays. So I think the point is it's not necessarily the banner that we hold in terms of Curva Collective, Prawnsiders, South Sisters, South Siders. It's about we all support the Whitecaps and let's get together in one place and do it together so it's more meaningful. And as a wise man said, support is always. God bless Salama. And if you're going to support, support CITR as well, man. (laughs) Donate. Slamo would probably say that too. CITR.ca backslash donate. Donate your money, um, whatever you can. We got swag, $30 stuff, $60 stuff, 101.9, a lot of stuff, 175, more stuff, 250 frame stuff. You can host stuff at $500, $1,000, you get a box of stuff. You never, I thought you were going to do it if they give so much, they get to come on the show. And we could what do, do that. Will do, what did Will give to get on the show? I don't know. Oh, okay. I gave my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, uh, for me, it's at Zachary AM. Yeah. Uh, at Curva Collective. And um, at, uh, where am I? At Whitecaps Beat. Um, and uh, what I learned was that uh, for the next little bit, I'm not going to be able to call Michael Chief when he gets back <laughs> from Scotland. Um, but that's another, sh- that's another week. And uh, we have an AFTN soccer show. And in the meantime, and in between time, Oh, I just repeated myself. Okay, so scratch all that other part, Michael, please. <laughs> in the meantime and in between time, that's another episode of the AFTN Soccer Show. Join us next week. Bye-bye. Going to your first match is an experience you never forget. The atmosphere of what's going on around the pitch looks beautiful and you always look and go, wow, I'd love to play here one day. If you get the bug, it's going to stay with you for life.